KBBBL Podcast. <laughs> Where the extra B is for BYOBB. Where's my elephant? Hello, kids. Everything above the board here? Good. Play friendly, children. Uh oh, there's your bell. Come along now, all of you. No dawdling now. Man, what did your guys' Hello. parents pack you for lunch? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, so how fitting! Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly right. So, welcome to KBBBL podcast. I am your host, Devin the General, and with me, a few apple polishers that will put more than a finger on your butterfinger. But if they do, you can get them right in the family jewels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with me is the Stinga. They don't let you do that anymore. Nah, they don't let us do that no more. And, and a sniveling toad there down on the left. Uh, I, it was a <laughs> tough call between that or an egg sucker. And it was a Butterfingers that uh, Davin was holding for our audio listeners. Delicious. Yes. Keep your fingers I, off them. You, you keep your fingers off my Butterfinger, fellas. I know where the jewels are. All right. I found them jewels. And we have a special and guest. We, we have a special guest, the first guest on all my podcasts. Captain of the Federation, Dave, cousin Dave. How's it going, Dave? Good, good. Uh, glad to be here tonight. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, on this Christmas Eve's Eve. Glad to be here with you. And uh, I was excited. I, like, Davin asked me, what, what Simpsons episode do you want to come in for? And I was like, Martha General like, would be a good one just because I like all the war references. And This uh, is a good one. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Compared to what we've been seeing so far, I think yeah. this one's probably the best one. Well, we're happy to have you, Dave. Yeah, glad to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice a lot of a lot of good beats to uh, touch upon in this episode. Yeah, but as I said, this is KBB BL podcast. But what is that extra B for? Today's extra B is for batting down the hatches because it is windy as fuck outside. Um, yes. Uh, Baker and Gavin. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was <laughs> I was worried it was gonna go out. You guys hey, are both knock in the on wood, boys. So you're nice and safe. I'm yeah. on the fourth floor of a building that could collapse any minute. So that's true. Yeah, that's if true. you're in, the I'm basement, in my basement, I'm means, safe. Means more weight loading down on you. And remember, I'm in Davin's wacky basement, right? So there's like a bowling oh, yeah. alley above me and below me. Uh, you know, I got let out of the chains for this episode. But yeah, then. like four levels subterranean. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a yeah, lot of Baker's weight trapped in my my second sub basement. Um, but you know, thanks for letting me out for this episode. The, the lighting's pretty good down there. All things. Yeah, good. man, I got a stereo. My books are out here. I appreciate you, you know making it so nice for me. So we're here to review season one, episode five, Bart the General. If you hadn't figured that out yet, but before we do that, let's uh. of turnip juice let's have a sit under this is where we sit under the turnip tree dave yes and uh reminisce about the week uh that has passed uh and this is where baker shows us his new tattoos because every week he has new (laughs) ones so show him off baker yeah oh getting the hands 
I got that. Like, that sounds like a, a fake gag, but no, every episode Baker has new tattoos. And we're well, for the show. for the uh, audio listeners only, we need descriptions. So uh, yeah, so I got my hands done. Uh, one of them is a skull, kind of shaped like a moon. Uh, so the other is uh, sort of a beautiful woman's face with a corona around it, like a sun corona. Yes, it reminds me of the Star Trek Next Generation episode, Masks. Uh, oh, oh no. That was his favorite that. episode of Next Generation. <laughs> Neat little tie-in for our Trekkie fans. But uh, yeah, life and death, yin and yang. Uh, right. Very cool. I had a lot of fun getting them done. It's by Scott Forbes at Oceanic Art in uh, Dartmouth. Uh, anyone interested who lives in the Nova Scotia uh, you know, Maritimes area, very talented artist. But uh, yeah, it really is every week now, boys. <laughs> yeah, really. You can't tell me that didn't hurt on the back of your hands, though, man. That's yeah. crazy. It did. Uh, the foot, I think, was was worse. Uh, but yeah, the hand, it, it hurt a little. It, just a teensy bit. But I had to do it for the pod, boys. Gotta do it for the pod. Yeah. You know, that's commitment. Do the show with a couple of tattooed freaks. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing to me neither. But we're gonna get Hellfish, season yeah. three. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. gonna happen, boys. Hellfish, Hellfish, fightness unit and the fightness company and the fightness division. I probably got that order and wrong, wrong. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you know what? We should be uh, not forget while we're sitting under the tree, relaxing under its beautiful shade. The beer that makes the days fly by. Beer. Now there's a temporary solution. Mm-hmm. Which B did you be at BYOBB, Francis? Um, I got an old favorite, Garrison Juicy IPA. Yeah. Ooh, nice. um, it's a nice, light, kind of fruity IPA if you're into that. Um, it's an old go-to of mine. I actually think you showed this to me originally, Davin, like years ago. And uh, I still go to it quite often. It was on the juicy hard there for a while. For sure. Yeah, had to get you some help, but yeah, we got that help, and here we are drinking beer on Garrison Tall Ship for me <laughs> today, boys. Ah, not classic that, easy not drinker. That. Yeah, I am a classic easy drinker. Let it be known, folks. Hmm. Uh, uh, I no, but that's a good one. That's the classic yeah. keg one, isn't it? That's the amber, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's oh, it's uh, delicious yeah, beer. Yeah, I, I don't normally drink a lot. Uh, I'm more of a smoker. Uh, you know, just harmless tobacco, of course. Or midnight toker, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Probably uh, that too. What about you, Dave? Did you bring well, anything? I, I forgot to bring a drink. I forgot to bring a drink, so I. let it slide. I could go get yeah. it, but. You know, I'm here now, so a, maybe a Christmas miracle will happen and a drink will appear. Who's to say? So uh, we'll we'll uh, skip the peddling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we get some Jasper. We're not going to skip paddling. Jasper discussion, though. We'll get to him. I got the the serial killer from Big Spruce Brewing here in uh, Nova Scotia. Nice, great. Big brewery. Spruce. Big Spruce, the serial killer, organic oatmeal stout. It's quite thick and delicious. And again, for our audio listeners, uh, that's cereal with a C. Don't get any ideas. No, no, no. Drink responsibly. Of course. Well, we're all kind of like uh, at home tonight, at least here in Ontario. We're having a massive storm. It sounds like you guys are 
getting a lot of wind out there out east. Yeah, there's just rain. Yeah, yeah. It's just rain. Yeah. But it's, it's raining where you are. Like, Here it's minus yeah, it's thirteen. Oh look, it's a Christmas miracle, and the drink has appeared. Hold on. <laughs> That's amazing. This is I like how the hand with like no face just like reaches in. <laughs> Christmas miracle came, guys. A glass of red wine. So there you go. Here we go. I mean, it's it doesn't start with a B unless it's you know unless it does. But the man has alcohol. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Not everything in this life can start with a B. It should, but it doesn't. Except our names, which start um, with D's. And uh... so normally, this is where we would introspection and talk about the intro. But at least on Disney Plus, where I watched this, they skipped it. Did no, you guys no, notice that? No, that's yeah. that's part of the of the uh, episode. It, like they they wanted a longer just... runtime, so they cut that down. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Goes to my point, right? If they have more story to tell, they'll shave Mm -hmm. off minutes from the intro. If they're kind of, if they're, you know, they're running out of ideas for the story, they'll just stretch out that intro. That's why they have the extended version. And then later that you start seeing couch gags that are quite long. But, but here's my point on this. Like, I feel like they could have cut down like the, the whole, um, Bart leading the march, like I don't know what I've been told. Yes. You know, like all that was like yeah. that, that gag went on for so long. I'm like, you could have <laughs> easily cut this down. Um, you know, yeah, it might, it might just been a throwback to Full Metal Jacket, though. I think they were just trying, like they had so many like war movie um, oh. parodies in this too, right? But yeah, Full it wasn't Metal terribly Jacket and, and Platoon, I think. Yeah, and Patton, cool and, and they own the rights to all of it, so they were like, "Whatever, you could use it. You could make it, you could completely copy it if you want. Yeah, use all the music, so do we're, it." We're, we'll get into that, but I do agree with you, Dave. Generally, though, this episode had a bit of filler. It was a, a good episode; I enjoyed it. But uh, near the end, especially, I was like, "All right, the story that's being told—they're padding it just a teensy bit." Well, to mm-hmm. the point where they felt they had to cut out the intro. They're like, we're, we're not going to do the normal, like, him right on the chalkboard gag and, like, come to the couch Ooh. and all that. Like, we're just going to skip that. For this one episode, this they is the one we're going to make. those sound offs, okay? <laughs> they need them. <laughs> They're going to make or break it. The animators worked really hard. Yeah, fair enough. I just, like, it's an interesting choice, I guess. So, like, it's a little bit uh, <laughs> in, in, in uh, retrospect or introspect. Mm-hmm. We'll retrospect instead of introspect this time. Don't mind if I do. This is where we do the episode breakdown. I'm going to break it down. I don't mind if I do. How about you, fellas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm happy to talk about this one. I'm watching you. I still got my eye on this. So. When are you going to eat that, though? Are you going to crack that open? Yeah, probably. He just bought it as Maybe. a prop. He's never going to eat it. Yeah, I did just buy it as a prop. <laughs> you got to buy two. One is a prop, one to eat. <laughs> I was just thinking about this yeah, logistically, the number of seasons and, and the number of episodes per week. Like, you know, if you keep that one Butterfingers, it's going to get pretty haggard after a certain amount of time. Like that sandwich. Time. Like that sandwich Homer keeps behind the radiator. <laughs> oh, God. It's a big sandwich. Oh, we'll get, that's a great episode. We'll get to that one. Oh, yeah. Um, so this episode begins uh, where Lisa's baking cupcakes to bring to Miss Hoover, her teacher at school. Yeah, and, she likes her. Uh, Bart, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, Bart, and she's a bit of a kiss ass too. But you know that's fine. She wants a good grade. She wants to go to Vassar at this point. 
<laughs> yeah, at this uh, point, before she starts bashing it, like in later episodes, but yeah, she she won't give, but she won't give Bart or Homer any. Uh, any comments on uh, Lisa's not sharing with her dear family and or Bart's entitlement? Um, oh no, you see, they tr- like. There's some good back and forth brother sister teasing each other play and like again aside of Lisa you don't so much see in the later episodes where she's almost as much of an instigator as Bart in terms of the mm-hmm. like them teasing each other and getting on each other's nerves right mm-hmm. yeah I, I felt that way too yeah that Lisa is a portrayal here is a little bit more balanced then later on she's a little bit more perfect and a little bit more noble and here she's a little her and bart uh can kind of give it to each other and they they do this in later episodes too but i don't know like yeah I, overall i think the the legacy of lisa simpson is that she's usually a bit more has the moral high ground than in this yeah. example except, which makes it fun except we do when she gets on bit. that it's a small world water yeah. <laughs> she gets yeah, on yeah, that yeah. silly water we do yeah. see a little yeah. bit the development the separation of lisa as the intelligent child and bart as the delinquent kind of you know takes after homer child so i agree we see a bit of the bratty lisa but we do also see the beginning the, the seeds are being sown for lisa as the intelligent simpson so it was neat to see her defending her you know justifying her good grades so she eventually mm-hmm. drops one on the floor and gives that one to bart with his eyes closed on the bus floor uh, on the bus floor not just yeah, any floor not, yeah uh, you're right Gross. that's like a th- movie theater what, floor. That's what a what a, what a b i would say an extra yeah. b uh, <laughs> everything should have a b right so I guess yeah. we'll go hey dave that. how does it feel to be it's fun, man. I love The Simpsons. Uh, up until a certain point, where you know, I like I've yeah, mentioned to you, course. when NSYNC showed up, I was like, I'm out. This is over. But uh... so, give her back those cupcakes before I knock your block off. Don't bite. He's a friend of Nelson Munt. Yes. Yeah. Somebody steals oh her cupcakes. Goodness. The little fella. I forget his name. The little fella. The the weasels. I don't know if they they are. I don't specific they had name. a real name. Yeah. They're the, the Nelson's. Oh yeah, white friends. weasels. Yeah, the, yeah. the white weasel. Before Nelson, you know, of course, we get Jimbo Jones and Kearney. And Kearney. who's the third one? There's a third. Wow. You know, kind of, no, yeah. he's got a name uh, like that. Dolph. 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 Yeah, Dolph. The hair Dolph. over his eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're not quite there yet. So instead, we have these weird, nameless flunkies that are, yeah, basically the same character. One of them is animated, whiter looking than the other. Which I guess why they call him that white weasel. <laughs> I feel like one of them is like the son of Fat Tony or something. Like he's like a, like a wannabe boxer. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Um, and here you see Nelson is like he's like the bully. He's the like baddest kid on the playground. But like later in the season, when they get into Jimbo and sort of like the trio of them, Jimbo. Nelson kind of like stands apart and isn't like as fearsome as he is here. right now. He's me? like the only guy, right? Yeah, nuke yeah. something. Nelson's pretty close to what we we see generally, though. Of course, he gets more complexity. All the minor characters they get expanded upon, but I think uh, compared to some characters, like for instance, Homer is clearly they're still figuring out what he's going to be, and Skinner. I think you know there's some signs of what he is from yeah. the jump, but with a character like Nelson, the voice is pretty close. His general mm-hmm. demeanor. I think even the ha ha we've seen so far. 
Have we? Yeah, I think no. Did we, did we get a hot Well, no, this is his first appearance, so this would like I don't. Oh, he didn't yeah. do it in this episode, right? I guess so, no, no, no. So there's no, no, there's no Nelson Ha Ha here yet. He's more of a mute brute in this episode. Yeah. Uh, more of like a like a menacing, almost like a wrestler type. It, it's it's kind mm. of uh, weird compared to what he'll become, but. It's a, it's an interesting introduction, and of course, he looks like Barney. And then I thought, always, I'm like, is he like the son of Barney? Um, no, his father is introduced yeah. later on. Yeah, we his, get him. His elusive father. Yeah, <laughs> the cause of all his problems, his emotional problems. You're bleeding. Nah, happens all the time. Somebody else's blood splatters on me. Yep, it happens. Probably the funniest know. moment of the episode, right? Or one of the funniest moments. No, no, not for me. Like, no. When I was uh, pulling these quotes, once once they get to Grandpa, I could have clipped. Nobody oh, makes me. Grandpa is, grandpa's, grandpa's one of the funniest Herman, moments of the episode. He's grandpa so and Herman. But well, there's a Herman moment I quite like. We will get to the stuff with Homer and Marge. School, man. But oh no, no, no! He'll get you after school, son. Now hurry up! It's time for class. <laughs> He'll get you after school. Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah I just like the yeah. indifference to it. But yeah, like the stuff with Homer and Marge that comes a little bit later when they argue about it, where Homer's like, no, you can't break the schoolyard code. And like, he just yeah, knows, like, I'd rather Bart die. Yeah. <laughs> like, that stuff's hilarious. Uh, I'd oh rather Bart die. Yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, Bart's like in the classroom, like daydreaming, tripping out on like how. Uh, He's going to get beat up. Yes, the school nurse did a wonderful job reconstructing his little face after the fight. <laughs> Goodbye, son. That's so really intense. A fight. <laughs> oh, man. So then they're in the lunchroom, and everyone thinks Bart's like this crazy bully beater because he made Nelson bleed. And, uh, so they're, Lisa's like, they not helping him out. Yeah, Lisa's Lisa throws him, him, throw him under the bus even worse. I she think really does. I don't know if she does it on purpose. She's like got a night. She's excited. Yeah. Yeah, but you see some yeah. more sort of proper brother sister play with them. Like when they take the cupcakes, Bart immediately jumps in. That's my sister, man. And then here yeah. she's like, This is my brother, Bart, because he stood up he for us. So she's all like proud yeah. of him, right? True. It, yeah. And I like or that stuff those... better. Yeah, one of those feel-good moments. It's like a real sitcom, right? With those emotional beats. You laugh, but you cry, you know? Your heart swells. After school, he gets all beat up. Uh, he doesn't do well. He takes a couple no. swings. Doesn't really get anywhere with it. Wearing the red hat, you know, for once. Yeah, yeah well, well, because yeah, he, has to, he has to cough it up later. It's a great visual gag. So they, they <laughs> established that he's wearing the hat so he can later hack it out when he's rolled right. down the hill yeah True. i also found it really funny his total acceptance acceptance of his fate like he doesn't block it all he's just like all right get it over with takes like the six punches and is like all right well he's tough with Bart, what you will it's <laughs> a pretty tough kid i would say he takes a lot of beatings in this episode and homer alone no well yeah if we're talking <laughs> the, the continuity of the show uh he takes but, a yeah lot so of homer. his garbage bin stops in front of uh, the Simpsons house. Convenient. And then he coughs out his hat. Yeah, yeah. And he's crying in the bathroom, and so Homer goes in to console him, and that's where he tells him, you know, just go for the family jewels, throw mud in his eyes, you know, fight dirty. <laughs> that's what Simpsons do. 
But don't break, but don't break the code. Don't break the schoolyard. Yeah, code. Don't break the code. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. squeeze. Right. Use a bit, of a, a trick you can. bit of a contradiction there. You can yeah, kick him it, in the this balls. otter has limits, but yeah. <laughs> but, but when Bart is crying, at the first, he's te in tears because yeah. of a bully. That's yeah. a real family moment mm -hmm. that I think a lot mm -hmm. of uh, parents, you know, and their children go through the struggles. Well, this of, you know fitting in with other kids on the schoolyard. And yeah, it just felt really real. It it touched me. I won't lie, boys. I, I was moved really? by it. But how about like now I'm starting to see why parents maybe didn't watch let their kids watch this. Because like the scene where he's daydreaming and he tries to shoot with a shotgun his bully, <laughs> like that would never make it on TV. No. No, yeah. Never. He throws like, knives into him. It's crazy stuff, but they would never let like a gun and a bully ever be in like the same scene. In, like, uh, yeah. just... Oh, you go. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I just like in 1990, and I was like, I was seven, I guess, when this came out, and I like you know, Simpsons uh, was like, I guess at the time, Bart would have technically been older than me, right? And so yeah, like it was just like this is what you do with bullies. Or what they do to you, you know, like this kind like the mythology. I think because uh, kids in my grade were definitely watching this at the time, and it was hugely popular, you know, like yeah. uh, right from the beginning. Um, but like, it, and then like a couple years later, with like the Bartman, do the Bartman, and all that, right? Like Michael video Jackson, game. boys. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Simpsons was epically big, you know, and so yeah, like I just there's so much nostalgia for this episode for me, like just coming back to it and uh, having these, the discussion around this episode. Cause it's, it's such like the beginning of so much, you know, that would be, would come from it. it sets yeah, up, so, you know, I can agree. So then I mean, Bert goes back. Yep. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I've been kind of like poo poo in the first season so far, but this is one that I really like. And like a lot of moments from this stand out in my memory, whereas the other episode so far, there was a lot of stuff that like kind of has faded into the background. Right. Like I really yeah. love this episode too. Yeah. I just want to really quickly. I know, I know, but uh, really quickly, the the imaginary scene with Nelson. It's quite violent and cartoonish. Again, keep in mind, uh, you know, the itchy and scratchy cartoons. Uh, that scene, they're all holdovers from from Groening's original comic that he did, Life in Hell or Life of Hell. It's just very violent. Lots of you know, very yeah, demented sort of uh, yeah, imagery. right? Exactly. So you're seeing the mind, the inner workings of of the man, you know, and his kind of proclivity towards that cartoonish violence. Yeah, there was like, I think at the time, and it was definitely like a Mad Magazine sort of a vibe, you know, like they they were like Fox and the whole thing, Simpsons. It was an alternative vibe, but it was also trying to. Uh, straddle this line of wholesome family sort of uh, thing because they at the end of the day they're like, the characters have to love each other and you that's going to make you love them and be attached to them and ultimately I think that's kind of what the show lost over time is that the characters sort of yeah, lost man. this that connection but yeah that's what I was saying to the fellows I think last episode like this first season though it's not quite as funny as some of the later seasons it does a lot of work as far as the family bonding and you bonding with the characters lay in the bedrock so you it's can lay in the bedrock and their temperaments and, and like and what sets yeah. them off. And this one's hilarious, though. So. Half the people here are named Grandpa. Well, Grandpa <laughs> Simpson, then. Mm. Well, second floor, third dank room on the left. Thanks, lady. Oh, third, third dank, dank room. On the right. Third dank room. <laughs> I love that. But, little extra. But yeah, we, I skipped. 
Let's skip ahead so right Mike, there. Bart goes to school again and tries to throw mud in Nelson's <laughs> eyes, but it just makes him mad and gets beat up again. Yeah. He rolls home in a can again. Homer's advice doesn't Like, work. go see Grandpa. He's the toughest Simpson alive. He's like, really? She's like, yeah. remember the fight he put up when we tried to put him in the home? Yeah, it was okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like him on the typewriter <laughs> in the next scene. Like, this was hilarious. Oh, I got that. Yeah, yeah this I was, I was laughing pretty hard. We it's an old prank. All vibrant, fun-loving sex maniacs. Many of us are bitter, resentful individuals who remember the good old days, good old days. when entertainment was bland, bland. and inoffensive. Yeah. <laughs> that's just making fun of here. That's just making fun of people complaining about the first few episodes of The Simpsons. For sure. Right? Because oh, it was a huge yeah. breakout that's, success. Even the that's first meta episodes, for sure. Million, millions of viewers. So I assume that's. That's poking fun at the Puritans that were clutching pearls. Some of us are bitter, resentful individuals. Have we seen Grandpa before this episode? Yes, he's in the the first Christmas episode. episode, The very first. He doesn't get a lot of shine though, so this is, I would say, the first like Grandpa episode where we see an expanded what he's about. We see where he lives at the old folks' home. See, I like this because this is like before they make them all feeble and stuff. This is like proper enraged war veteran grandpa. Angry Frank. Like, yeah. yeah. Not, Jasper, right? Yeah, like Jasper. Jasper. Jasper takes his stuff. Yeah. He gets yeah. His so you can't let guys take your shit. And he's like, bah, bah, bah. he goes on this guy. He's like, well, sometimes you have to when you lose. But, <laughs> I want to see the comments on Jasper for, for But later, he shoots but right back. Love, he's like, let me I see your paper. Why should I? (laughs) Sorry, Baker. The following is a list of words I never want to hear on television again. Number one, bra. Number two, (laughs) horny. Number three, family Family jewels. jewels. And where did we hear that earlier in the episode? Like a scene before. Homer, right? his own son. <laughs> like, Daddy gives a lettuce. So funny with the way he delivers that. Yeah. Like, it's a... oh, yeah. he, he didn't quite know. Uh, he didn't quite know what he wanted to do with Homer. His voice, Homer changes, but he had a down. Like he had that down cold pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah it's so funny. It's and it's like yeah, it's it's definitely like related to Homer, but different. And like yeah. you know, it's 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 a. Uh, so much more great Abe Simpson to come, but yeah, oh, just yeah. so many good oh, Abe definitely. episodes. That's why we're getting Hellfish. Yeah, but, no, um, right, Hellfish. Yeah. So, I remember. So Jasper gets his paper because you. Yeah, go ahead, Francis. What was I gonna say? I remember being young enough seeing this and like not being totally sure what Family Jewels was. <laughs> like, that's how <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. Waiting the Family Jewels. I'm like, is that like a shot under your ribs or something? Like, I don't know. But uh, so yeah. Grandpa's like, well, obviously I can't help you because I just got bullied right in front of you. But I know the guy who can. Yeah, so the Twin Peaks crossover. <laughs> the one-armed man. <laughs> Herman? Over to Herman's military yeah. antique. This is my and favorite Herman part is... by far. It's oh, all, all of the dialogue yeah. in the scene is so good. You mentioned before. So amazing. There's a particular joke that you quite like, so I, I won't mention it. But I also cackled like a loon at that uh, part coming up here. What's the password? Let me in, you idiot. Right you are. Right you are. Was that the password? Or was he just tolerating Abe's? He's tolerating. No, I think that yeah. was the password. Uh, we'll never know. <laughs> Has That's part of the humor. Has the edition of this month's Soldier Fortune come in yet? <laughs> the large type edition. <laughs> the large print. They know their audience. 
They know they're right. Oh, God. Very funny. Can I interest you in some authentic Nazi underpants? <laughs> no! <laughs> no. I would... Did you lose your arm in the war? My arm? Well, let me put it this way. Next time your teacher tells you to keep your arm inside the bus window, you do it. All right, this is my favorite joke of the episode, purely because it is a callback to the second episode. I believe it's the second episode where uh, Kerbopel says, now we all remember the tragic story of the boy who kept his arm outside of the bus window. Yeah, like this, I feel like... This legend that the Simpsons set up was even more epic, uh, if anything, from this. Like, I, I remember, yeah, don't put your arm out a window, you'll get knocked off. I don't know if the Simpsons invented it, if it was already an urban legend before that, but it helped popularize it, I'm sure. Yeah, like yeah everywhere. Sure. Again, because like oh, so many like kids, especially when this went into syndication in the years that followed, right? Like, it was just became huge. Uh, and both episodes, I didn't even realize it was the two of them that set that up. So they say they need a plan to get back at Nelson. How many men do you have? None. You'll need more. You'll need to train them. <laughs> totally. That's my favorite voice. line in the episode. You'll need, need more. more. He's insane. He's a crazy person. Oh, he's, oh, God, he's you'll insane. need more. And he was, and he, I don't think he's ever been to a war. Like they, they play him off as someone who's got, you know, a bunch of trauma from war. Well, he wears medals, doesn't he? But he. He could just have antique medals that he collects. He's he a, just has antique medals. He's also like his level of insanity in this episode is like I feel like way up here compared to like when he becomes a kind of a more main background guy. Like he's really off in this one. <laughs> ah, well, main oh, yeah. background guy. I would like to. I'd be remiss if I didn't briefly point out Herman kind of fades into the background around. He does, uh, yeah. Like he goes away. Season yeah. seven ish. You, you stop seeing much Herman. It's an interesting choice on their part to de-emphasize Herman. Yeah. First, you'll need a declaration of war. And, ah, that way, everything you do will be nice That's and legal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I believe well, they call it this man. Casas Belly? Is that what they call it? Well, it's also just like this idea of war that like you have to make it legal. Like the idea of like you need like some kind of official thing that says you're allowed to kill people. And like then you, you can't know. get tried for war crimes. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's how morality works, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, these are the rules of war. Though Nelson never like receives the declaration, so he's kind of like in the dark, which I don't. But think yeah, is proper in a proper and, uh, the whole declaration of war. He's just like, well, I got take this one from the Franco-Prussian War. We'll just say you're not Otto von Bismarck or whatever. I'm yeah. just like, this yeah. is amazing. I'll just change Otto von Bismarck <laughs> to Bard Simpson. Yeah. And you gotta wonder, is he writing on the actual like document? Like, is this an antique of his? Well, that's that's what's amusing about it is that if that's a real document, that's got to be priceless, and he's just besmirching it. <laughs> I had like a, a history teacher in grade ten who was like teaching us about the the whole like the Schlieffen plan in World War One. He was like, it actually was taken from the Franco-Prussian War. You know, in The Simpsons when he yeah. says, "I take this declaration of war for the Franco-Prussian War," that's the same plan. Like, it well, was on hey, that was a go deep massive... on everything. We can briefly talk about that. That was a massive upset for the uh, burgeoning Prussian Prussians who then, you know, off of that, 
form yeah. Germany. I didn't even know what a Prussian was. I had to. I found out a Prussian was a German, and then I yeah. was like, "Oh, okay." Prussian Prussia. For any listeners who are curious, Prussia was one of the Germanic city-states, and under the leadership of Bismarck, they uh, defeated France in a war, which was a bit of an upset for a lot Franco of global Prussian powers. War. Yeah, it was a pretty dark uh, war. A lot of a lot of casualties. Not a good time for the French. Uh, and but it raised the Prussian prestige to the point where they were able to then convince the other German states, uh, or at least a lot of them, to unify as Germany, and that's why Germany is a thing. Well, David and I's ancestor came from Alsace Lorraine and Ooh. was, uh, you know, went on to uh, settle. <laughs> we get our royal blood kind of back yeah. and forth between France and Germany. That that one, well, he married uh, Jacob Horn, he married into yeah. the royal family, but you know, it's 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 here or there. How you do it, boys. Yeah, you're not in there. You got to get in there. Um, and there's the the training scene that Baker thought maybe went a little too low. Well, just, also I can't quite take not, it. Not just me. I think. Yeah, I, I, I actually I, I planted that yeah. seed. I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do like the bit about where Grandpa's like, you can't slap them. He's like, you can march them off to die in some godforsaken rock, but for some reason, you can't slap. Well, them. that's. Well, the I'm going to talk about right? that later. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that the later. Right, right. scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's based on a true event, though, or something. I think. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. We'll Pat get that into the history dude. segment. All right. Fascinating dude. So then they're passing notes in class. They're kind of they're trying to set up Nelson, getting everyone on board, and then so they have their men. They have their army more than zero, and then the attack commences. Nelson's at the Elm Street Video Arcade. Intelligence indicates he shakes down kids for quarters at the arcade. Then he heads to the Quickie Mart for a cherry squishy. And that's where we'll hit him. Can I just, can I briefly say, what is it? Herman says that the Romans knew it and the Carthaginians knew it. That's coming up later too, Baker. I got that clip later. The key to Springfield is M's. Anyway. I made that that clip part of a theme. Herman, what a loony tune. Oh, yeah. When he leaves the Quickie Mart, we start the saturation bombing. We got the water balloons. 200 rounds, sir. Is it okay if they say happy birthday on the side? Dude. Well, I'd rather they say death from above, but... <laughs> but, well, I guess off the saddle or whatever. That's why we're all in him. He's just, like, getting so into it. Yeah, can't, oh, help, yeah. Can't, can't wait to waste this kid with water balloons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a bit unstable. It's a classic pincers movement. It can't fail against a 10-year-old. <laughs> Nelson's at the arcade, General Battle Station. I feel so alive. <laughs> oh, God. He's, he's got nothing else going on in his life. He's just like... He's it's all... Crazy it's man. all it's also diffused at the <laughs> end when Marge is like, Are you guys dead playing war? Okay, here's some lemonade or whatever. Cookie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Marge though, she never realizes this stuff's going on. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's so good. I thought I was three. too old. I thought my time had passed. I thought I'd never hear the screams of pain or see the look of terror in a young man's eyes. <laughs> Thank heaven for children. <laughs> yeah, I could have clipped the entire episode as soon as Grandpa shows up, man. The, it's the so comedy good. in this episode is just really—it's it, up a notch, I think. It 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 John Schwartzwelder, yeah. right? Who wrote this? Yes, and is he okay. is by far the most uh, writing credits for any writer on The Simpsons. He had a, played a role in a the Simpsons uh, movie. He retired from writing Simpsons for the most part in 2003. But his fingerprints are all over early Simpsons. 
Very fascinating character. And this is the first one, I believe, of, yeah, of his. it is. Uh, this is his debut to The well. Simpsons. But his shadow looms large. Uh, very glad you brought that up. Uh, because, yeah, his shadow looms large. Very interesting character. Bit of a Herman himself, actually. Kind of a crazy... Oh, yeah. Bit of a crank. Conan O'Brien likes That's him. Pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's not all bad. I'm just saying he has some very eccentric libertarian views. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see everything in this show. Um, his podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Libertarian today. Um, so, yeah, then they tie no- Nelson up. So now I'll untie you. The second you untie me, I'm going to beat you to death, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> going to beat you to death. He's like, well, if you're going to cop that attitude, then I'm not going to untie you. He's like, you have to sometime. He's like, oh, God. Then, uh, Herman's got a thought in, but though. He does. Nelson is never again to raise his fists in anger. Article 5. Nelson recognizes Bart's right to exist. Although Nelson shall have no official power, he shall remain a figurehead of menace in the neighborhood. Wow. I love that one. That is how <laughs> those, <laughs> those types of treaties would work. Just to like, yeah. save oh, yeah. space. They'd, they'd give those little olive branches. Like, well, you can keep that, yeah. you know, that little title. Doesn't People still anything. think you're very scary. Don't worry. Yeah. We recognize your right to exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically the end of the episode there. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, contrary to what you've just seen, war is neither glamorous nor fun. There are no winners, only losers. There are no good wars, with the following exceptions. The American Revolution, World War II, and the Star Wars Trilogy. Do you think that disclaimer was only half bullshit? Because I do. I, I feel like it was they felt joke. like they had to do something. Yeah. Because this, yeah. because there but was a lot of crazy stuff. I apologize to any of our American listeners that think differently, but without getting in the weeds too much, you know, there you could debate whether or not the American Civil War was uh, perfectly, or the American. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked that one. Or, or did you say the American Civil War or the American Revolution? Said, the American. Uh... Yeah, the American Revolution is the one that I was going to say is a bit morally dubious. The American Civil War, because of, you know, obviously what they were fighting over. You know, any war, I agree with Byron, any war kind of sucks. But the American Revolution, you could definitely argue. Hicker just lost us all our American listeners, but, you know. Well, it's hey, no. like, I don't know about I that. Like, but I, I could have <laughs> definitely done without this disclaimer uh, at the end completely. But I think that the joke was kind of a little bit uh, truthful. Like I think that they were trying to say, like we glorify certain wars, especially some, you know, star Wars is, you know, the kind of like the little punchline, but it's also like, you know, world war two and like the, um, the American revolution, like this glorious mythology that we have sometimes, but it's all, you know, I don't know. I, but do you really need it in this kind of an episode where they're just no. like, yes, but he's also, no, he's also pointing out wars where America won, which I think is a joke. Yeah, is yeah that's the joke. It's like they all wars suck, need... except for the ones where we kicked ass. <laughs> right, right. They needed the disclaimer purely because Simpsons was massively popular, but it was also getting a lot of scrutiny from, you know, frankly, people that were being a little hyperbolic and needed to George relax. Bush. Yeah, well, resentful okay. individuals. This Barbara a, Bush. Yeah, this is a good point. This is, I think, the first mention on our podcast of that. But the president of the United States and and his wife both trash talked The Simpsons at various points. Yeah. We, we need we All need right. the country, you know, citizens of this country's families to be a lot more like the 
I don't know. That, it was more like the Waltons and the less Waltons. like, yeah, or, and less like the Simpsons or whatever seen. like that. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but I like when Gerald Ford came, he was like, hello, Homer. Do you like nachos? Nachos. <laughs> Do you like, Do you like beer? Yeah. Yes, Mr. Yeah. President. Okay. Well, well, if we listed all the presidents on the Simpsons, that'd be quite the long a long list, I think, at this point. Yeah. But talk about a feather in your cap. It's like a comedy writer. What were you saying there, Francis? Well, just where you're talking about, you know, George Bush getting out of said, What a feather in your cap as a comedy writer to have the president speaking out against. Your material, because then coming on, well, had the opposite. Well, he didn't actually. He didn't do the voice. Yeah, no, but but uh, it was the opposite effect, uh, the Streisand effect, so to speak, where he, by criticizing the show, gave them a lot of publicity. No, that's what I meant was by criticizing it. That's a feather in your cap. Like my comedy writing is so risque, or I'm pushing the limits of the president's criticizing me, right? I don't know about you boys. I know the segment we're on is the sideshow segment, so maybe we can do a little mini quick one. What are your guys' favorite parody presidents on The Simpsons? Mine would be Bill Clinton. I think Clinton for sure. Yeah. Hey, Clinton, oh. do your job. Make me. <laughs> He's just playing the saxophone as he walks down the street. Oh, mine's Jeff. My, my, my. I already said mine. Mine's Gerald Ford. You, hello, yeah. Homer. Do you like nachos? <laughs> like, God, would you come have nachos and football with me? Okay, yeah. they just fall down and land on their face. Yeah, Bush is funny. Bush is funny. We learned this in CIA and all that stuff. You know, yeah, like, far, the, far, the, the boys that. are here. They probably yeah. want another recommendation. Jab and George. You know, I learned about them from that. I, before they yeah, were both, gov- uh, I guess they were governors at that point, maybe or something. Introducing but. us to the world, uh, or introducing us to so many different uh, you know, political figures and cultural figures, and history. So I learned your... a lot about history from The Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's an almanac, really. Just has information really? about so many things built into it. The Franco-Prussian War, we already kind of touched upon. It. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is a Franco-Prussian War? What, what, you know, like yeah. just like the little things that sometimes the Simpsons, which had very, very smart writing all throughout, and George, yeah. John Schwartzbelder, one of the great, one of the, one of the great ones for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And again, so who's your sideshow? Oh, sorry, Sam. Who's your sideshow spotlight, there, fellas? Mine is Herman. He's so good. Herman's in good. this one. Herman for me, uh, and Grandpa. I yeah, think grandpa. is also a huge yeah. win in this episode. Uh, I, everything Grandpa says in this episode is hilarious. For me, Jasper. Jasper doesn't actually get a ton of funny moments, but just the fact that we start to see him speaking and knowing what's to come. The paddling, you know, the paddling gag is one of the funniest Simpsons gags. The moon pie gag is, is uh, hilarious. A lot of great yeah. Jasper moments. Fun little and Homer's like the worst dad. <laughs> like he's just like the worst father you could imagine. He's he's like, it's worse. It gets worse. Yeah. Oh, it gets worse. worse. He's as bad as the joke needs it to be. Basically, yeah. like if, how, how how what's the exact opposite of what you should say? Let's get Homer to say that. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Dave, you mentioned uh, John uh, Schwartzwelder. Uh, I'll mention very briefly Sam Simon who. Oh, yeah. uh, got along with gra- Graining uh, at first, but they very quickly began to butt heads. But Simon was the guy who really ultimately was responsible for choosing the writers and assembling the room. 
the first episode uh, written by uh, Pond, and she was actually kicked out because I guess it was his idea that only dudes be in the, the writer's room. But that kind of goes to your point, David, about how they were a bit like a mad TV you know, they were a bunch of young dudes, Mad, but, Mad Magazine or yeah, like Mad they Magazine, had rather, National yeah. Lampoons, whatever, you know, like whatever, um, uh, all that kind of bundled up. A lot up of together. young testosterone in the room. Is, I guess, yeah, har- I like the Harvard kind of crowd, writer crowd, like, you know, like super elitist, um, you know, yeah. smart, but, you know, yeah. very, very funny. Too, yeah, that's, you know? that's the thing. It's like maybe not the, the nicest people, but like um, translates to really funny humor. Well, they were the best at what they did, right? Which you know, and then like, and some, and a lot of times that product, like, uh, it's off is just it's it's a lot of hard grinding work, you know. It's just working long nights and coming up with pitches and constantly rewriting and refining, and you know, it's it's not easy, but you you see like the the great results uh, you get from this kind of stuff, that hard work that they put in. Imagine the lines and the jokes that have been thrown away through the course of the series that just didn't make the cut, like. And half of those are probably still funnier than stuff that's out there today. Like, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. The cuts from yeah. these early seasons must have been. Well, we do see the clip. There is the one clip show where we get some cuts that that, that we see, which is great. Mm-hmm. Like the extended uh, Richard Simmons. The Richard Simmons robot will robot always yeah. be one of my favorites. I got it right this time, everybody. I... His ass is gonna blow. <laughs> <laughs> What if your family don't like bread? What if they like memes with Fat Maddie? What if they like memes? Is that what a if they like memes? Hell I no. like memes. Hell no. What if they, but what if they don't like memes? What if they like I don't know. Cigarettes. I like I like the fat Tony is is the voice of that quote because we already made a joke, right? The one of the weasels looks like Fat Tony's kid. Could could be the son of Fat Tony, yeah. I could do that. Or at least a nephew. Um, AJ Soprano. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I got this screen uh, capture because uh, this line is one of those lines from The Simpsons that has just stuck with me for years. I actually like forgot it came from this episode. A lot of people quote this just in there forever. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, iconic. I think it's pretty iconic. Yeah, I've heard it quoted quite a bit. I've said it. I've definitely said it before. But why is it so funny? I don't get it. Uh, I think just the way he phrases it, because he's so incredulous that he would be bleeding his own blood. You can only bleed your own blood. Exactly. So that's funny. Yeah, it's almost just like ignorant. (laughs) It's almost just like, and even rewatching it, I like didn't really laugh at that point. Like it wasn't really like funny, funny, but it's just one of those lines that is, you know, stuck. Just kind of shake your head because like, yeah, it's just so dumb. How how dumb this guy is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't quite. it, It doesn't make any sense. How dare he? Yeah. How he he's, no one had ever dared to challenge. No it reminds else. me actually of uh, if anyone have you guys seen the Royal Tenenbaums before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where the the children show up and they have blood on their face and Hack Gene Hackman's character Royal Tenenbaum is like, oh no no that's that's dog's blood. It's not there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I semi remember that part. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I do. Wes Anderson right. doesn't Ooh. appear in The Simpsons till much later. Much, much later. He, I don't know if we'll get that far. I don't I think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I will either. Sorry, Baker. Yeah, it's okay. I'll just hire some new hosts for those episodes. <laughs> no, no. I don't think I can handle that either. Going 34 well, I guess I can't help you, but I know someone who can. 
Right on, Doc. Another successful diagnosis. Simsology with Dr. Baker. What's the um, Simsology of this episode, Baker? Well, I, I want to keep these short and sweet. So I think just, uh, what is it they said? The, 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 the schoolyard code? I, mm-hmm. I think this is an interesting exploration of the dynamic that uh, we see sometimes with kids in the schoolyard. I agree with you, Dave, that uh, Nelson is a bit of an antique. The style of bullying that is presented in this episode, even by that time period, was kind of, had kind of evolved. There was more social elements to bullying than just beating people up. That right. being said, I think it did come up. That- it definitely still happened. Yeah, I, I, I still happened, but I was, more than that. <laughs> I was so a bit of a weird though, right? kid, and I also, you know, just as I now am a chatterbug, you know, back then I didn't know how to shut my mouth. So I remember getting into tussles with kids similar to Bart and Nelson, where you know, you upset somebody and then they're like, meet me after school. Like, oh, but it was never do that, and then they're like, "Well, I'm going to find you," type of thing, and then beat you up. Yeah, but it yeah, was like, oh, yeah. then you beat up or what, like I don't know. Like I was always like, it's it's le- it's more about ostracization and like there like a lot of mm-hmm. bullying issues. Yeah, it's social. Like. There's a social element to it now, right. but I do think that 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 what we see with the Simpsons uh, in this episode is another example how in the early seasons we're really getting a lot of slice of lives. It's another thing that so many people watching the show can relate to. They were either bullied themselves or they have children that are going through uh, kind of the growing pains of socialization in a school setting. So it's nice to see them tackle that issue in a way that wasn't completely one dimensional is a little bit one dimensional. But the fact that we get to see Marge and, and, and Homer's different approaches to how to deal with that, uh, it was nice. It was nice yeah. and good source of comedy. For Homer's oafish advice, it's not very helpful. For sure. And then the bottom line being like, you know, you do have to stand up for yourself, but there's a correct way to do it that, you know, is not going to end up with anybody getting like really hurt and be better for it in the end. Right. Yeah. Even Nelson in the end sees the kind of the error of his ways. He's like, okay, so I get to keep my reputation. You know, like it works out for everybody, really. And they all have delicious cupcakes. Still a figure of menace in the neighborhood. Yeah, everyone will say, oh, don't mess with him. I missed an opportunity. I should have, instead of sniveling toad, I should have been figure of menace in the neighborhood. Yeah, I should, should have been. Should have taken that. Yep. Yeah, I love the singer. The Carthaginians knew it. Yeah, it's not really relevant to this episode. Though. Carthaginians. <laughs> Why the would the Greeks or the Carthaginians, the Carthaginians know about Elmsdale? And now you know it. No, I... Elm Street. Yeah, Elm, Elm Street. Street. The key Still, to Springfield is Elm Street. The point stands. <laughs> the Greeks the knew it. Stands. The Carthaginians. No. Some history great history and antiques with Devin. All right. So here right. I'm just going to talk about Patton for a minute because he's quite the historic history figure. Fascinating. Well, dude. General George says Patton was a little nuts. And this guy is completely out of his mind. <laughs> we can't fail. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, many so great he was moments. nuts. But he was also <laughs> greatly feared by the enemy. So he was. They were able to use him, and they did use him intelligently to a degree. So, yeah, he's crazy, and he was super competitive with his, like, ally co-commanders and stuff. He just wanted to beat the British to everything. But, so the the big famous story is he, you know, he, he got the job done. But, you know, you know, he ruled with an iron fist, and one time he went into a med bay and saw a soldier, you know, probably injured, probably shell-shocked, Shell every, yeah. everything. And you know, I, I think he was just coward. like shell shocked, yeah. 
Yeah, and <laughs> slapped him upside the face and kicked him out of his bed and onto the ground and out, out of the tent and everything. And all the press was there. Like, there were journalists everywhere. What a hero. So, <laughs> so, so they tried to keep uh, Pat in his command by trying to hush. They tried to give the journalists all hush money, but it didn't work. So okay, he eventually... I... Right, I get the joke that? now from I get the joke now from the episodes. Like you can't yeah. slap them. You can't even slap them. They're potentially going to die and be maimed doing what we're sending yeah. them to do. It's a, it's a no great irony. What, well, you though. just can't yeah. slap them. It's true. Yeah. You know, you can't slap yeah. them, but you can send. You know, them that, is a, that was a rule in the military at the time that, that yeah. you you can't strike a uh, insubordinate. Another uh, American uh, figure like Martin Luther King or the Kennedys, where there's conspiracy theories that Patton was killed uh, by somebody because there of is, yeah, because he was his... killed on like a hunting. He was going on a yeah. hunting trip, and he just, someone ran into his truck. But the other famous story about Patton, so they had to leave him of his command. Because he was slapping, slapping people. He was just a maverick. He was a maverick. (laughs) Slapping this guy, slapping that guy. Just give him all the slap. Now go die. Yeah. But uh, so D Day, they they use him to basically completely distract the enemy. So they had him and his division. Though really, it was just Patton and probably like a. Like a handful, not a lot of guys, because all they did was set up like fake balloon tanks. But it was they were realistic enough to fool the 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 spy saddle or planes, like the the aerial planes, yeah, the aerial photographs, the aerial planes. So there were there were just like fake stuff everywhere. But because they knew Patton was there, they're like, well, it's definitely got to be attacked from there. It's Patton. He's definitely got to be the one who attacks us because he definitely that's what he likes to do. Uh, so you're saying they did a split and then they did a pincer. But the real attack was coming from like way further down. Ah. Uh, uh, see, I was yeah, trying yeah. to connect it back to the show, Davin. You, you, no, yeah, yeah. Gotta help me out here. The, sorry. Supposed to be the host, Davin. Come on. I'm working on it. But so, the, you know, they put it was also the shortest crossing of, of the English Channel where they put Patton. So it was just, it was a very good bluff. And, it seemed you know, feasible that using his personality to kind of solidify it, you know, in his fear that he instilled in the enemy because he's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Patton was but, also uh, famously one of the American generals who didn't want to cooperate with the USSR after the yeah. collapse mm-hmm. of, which is Nazi. rumored why he was killed. Yeah, that's why you know you can tell guys that I'm a bit into the conspiracy theories. I don't know if I believe them. You should talk to my brother, Jeff Mater. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love <laughs> Jeff all into that too. Yeah, yeah. The Mater all Brothers, right, great fellas. podcast. Uh, Super Mater Brothers, yes. It says. Yeah. We are brothers. Okay. I can use this one from the Frank Oppression War. <laughs> <laughs> Trivia Boot Camp with Devin the General. Oh. Okay, fellas. So Franny's our, again. Franny is our resident champion here. Getting loose, boys. Uh, um, I'm just happy to be here. Franny's two and zero oh so far in these games, but they've been yeah, a different game every time. Much, Devin, in this one, in this one, well, we need to get you some competition. I'm trying to talk up your opponents here, get them into it, get the blood flowing, you know, into their family jewels. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Whoa, so now. this what one's just going to be. What kind of competition is this? This one's just going to be straight tri- trivia. Shout it out if you think you know it. First one to shout it out gets the point. I am keeping score. I have a pen. 
Yeah. Right. He has a pen for us. He has a pen. <laughs> Nothing else. He's just writing on his table. <laughs> Who was Bart's best Mil friend named after? Millhouse is named after the president? Um, Millhouse Fillmore? Uh, oh, well, I thought you guys would get that one. All right. See, look, you jinxed me now already. Richard Nixon. Oh, Richard, Richard Milhouse Nixon. Nixon. Richard, Nixon. Richard M. Nixon. Yeah, that's right. I okay. am not a good podcast host. No points awarded. All right. No points to Gryffindor. What was Homer called in the Arabic version of The Simpsons? Muhammad. This is the hardest one. Omar. He didn't expect any of us to get this one. This is just the hard one for a nice piece of trivia. He was Omar Shamshun. But he got it. Name. I did get it. Lisa. He got the first name. That counts. Yeah. Did he say Omar? I did. Yeah. Devin's just expecting us to not know. He not yeah, he was just Omar. like, no, you, you all got it wrong. And I was I'm like, giving you, I'll get, I'm giving you a point for that. I'm yeah, you, a you should. Shamshun, oh, you expect him to know Shamshun? Well, he daughter. didn't. He, if he said yeah. more specifically, then yeah. he would have had me. Yeah. It was like would not have said yeah. that. But hey. it doesn't matter. Right? It's over now. So you know what? Yeah, that's um, a legit point. I, I just want the egg sucker to lose. So if our guest here <laughs> no. takes down Francis, yeah, Vader's bringing the competitive. Yeah. Well, I got the fam. Right. I got the family jewels preference here. I guess. So. I got to refocus. <laughs> Mr. Burns was Maruhi Marui Bay. Smithers was Salmawi, and Krusty the Clown was Marmish, a translation of Crunchy. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Crunchy the Clown, because he gets called that at one point in the show. Yeah. Are you crunchy? Maybe there's no equipment. I was calling him Crandall. Crandall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Who are the only characters on The Simpsons with five fingers on each hand? Uh, the Hilk family shows up. And they have five fingers on their hands, don't they? In that one cameo episode. I don't know if that's who you were looking for. I think I used to know this, um, but I've forgotten. I don't. These I'm are, curious. I'm curious. Yeah. These are hard, Devin. Quit it. Uh, Ow, quit it. Ow, I've, quit it. God, oh, God it. Yes, oh, wow. yes. That's right. I did know okay. that. Or cool. I used to. Cool. Hey, Christmas is coming up. You know, I'm more of a, a uh, that should have been a giveaway yeah. too. Like, I'm more of a so far, one point, guy. Dave, on the hardest question with Omar. I'm pulling for you, Dave. Millhouse, Van Houten, and Willie are two of the few residents of, residents of Springfield with which trait? Uh, are they wearing overalls? No, Millhouse isn't. No. no, yeah, he's wearing shorts. Um, do they have attached earlobes? That might be it. Oh, eyebrows. Eyebrows. Oh. Uh, yeah, those are the types of things you don't even think about. It's amazing. Yeah, you point it out, and it seems so obvious. Apologies yeah, to all the guests. Too hard. But there's there that so baby that hates Maggie that's got the one yeah. unibrow. Yeah, like, Maggie's right. nemesis. It's there's eyebrows, so many people plural. that are listening right now or watching that are screaming at us. Well, we apologize. So there are more. Yes, they're, ho they're hollering at the screen, though. Yeah. <laughs> Leopold has eyebrows as well. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Who was Mrs. Krabappel's first date when she put a personal ad in the paper? Oh, I fucking know this. He's her hard, man. Was it like the the, the sea, sea captain? captain. Sea captain. I think Dave got. You guys kind of said it at the same time. Yeah, I, I think we tied on it. If, that, if that's right. Um, yeah, it's not. 
Ah, uh, wasn't Smithers, was it? Herman. Weird. <laughs> Jasper. Jasper. Oh, I suck, boys. I just oh, yeah. Was, oh, I need some soup or something like that. <laughs> More bomb in this. In my defense, I just, you know, I just finished a master's degree. I'm rewatching this show for the first time in years. So. Yeah, his head's full of fire. La-di-da, Mr. Masters. La-di-da. Hey, man. I earned my. What is Marge's natural hair color? Uh, they say she's gray, but I don't know what her blue fifty four. And he gets it; it's gray. Oh, we're tied. We're See, tied. but that doesn't that shouldn't be accurate. They say she's been gray as a mule ever since she was a certain age, but she would have had a hair color before then. Yeah, I think it was blue fifty four. I guess they mean what they she's dying it. They're dying it from. I don't know. Hey, the card uh, said gray. Okay, the card yeah, said the moves. I'm hurting. I'll so take did it. Homer quote in his high school yearbook? Grand I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Boom. Francis showing his prowess takes the yeah. lead. Local man ruins that. Warmed up, boys. Three three <laughs> questions remain. So anyone can still win it, but Baker's got to run the gamut here. I'm just All the right. spoiler. I'm playing the spoiler. What is Marge's middle name? Oh, I know this. Bouvier. No, that's her, that's her last her main name. What is her middle name now when she got married? That was her main uh, name, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know this, but it's not coming to me. They say it when they get married. Well, yeah, obviously. Ah, fuck. Is it Marie? Williger. Jacqueline. Yeah, it's like Uh, another French. Jacqueline Bouvier. It was like it's a French name. Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Not Jacqueline. Yeah, he said Jacqueline. I just can't call him. Jacqueline. Jay. My middle name is Jay. Jay. That was it's actually funny. I have an employee whose whose name is Jay, and I'm like, that's not short for anything. He's like, no, it's just J A Y. That's my. I would actually name. love to have that mural of like the naked Homer <laughs> with like the color swirl. It's so silly. Uh, All right, two questions remain. All right, anyway, boys. You can, still up to grabs for anyone. Why does the Simpson family go to New York? The to, parking ticket to get Barney's car back. Yeah, Homer's yeah. car. Yeah, Francis gave me the answer I was looking for. To yeah. get no, but it's Homer's car, not Barney's car. But see, Barney took it there. I mean, I'll take the point. Somebody else correct it and correct. say Homer's car? Yeah, you but it's fair. Me. It's fair. Give it to Francis. Who, who had the correction? I did, but it's... Uh, I was just, I, no, 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 if you give it to no, Dave, no, we have a tie. I was just on the coattails. I was just like... Tiebreaker. Doesn't I'm matter. Not... I need the I need the correct answer. I don't care who gives it to me. All right. You know what, I love, though, is when, what I love is when Barney is about to take his car and Homer's all drunk and he's like, don't forget to bring back my car back tomorrow. <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite episodes ever. That's, like, that's... Oh yeah, me too. Homer's versus New York. It's, it's yeah, such just classic. him getting so mad and him hating the pimps of New York. It's all. actually and quite sad because it features <laughs> yeah, the, the Chuds, it, especially the Chuds. It features the 9-11... <laughs> Uh, or you know, it features the World Trade Center, which after 9-11, they they don't air that episode. It's kind of taboo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's such a great episode. Hey, don't make me come over there! <laughs> like, like, that's such a and great. They have, gag. Like their, like, they have their laundry on the lines. Yeah, the New York Tower people. <laughs> All right, yeah, tiebreaker. Tiebreaker question. All right. What was Maggie's first word? I know, I know what it is, but I'm gonna let Daddy. you. Dada. Dada. Yeah. Well, Francis. No, Dance. Dave got there first. Yeah, he's daddy. Dad. It daddy. daddy. It's daddy. She goes, Daddy. Uh, 
okay. Daddy, not Dada. All right, I was wrong I anyway. In, and you beat I, me. I snuck into you, have de- you have dethroned the champion, cousin <laughs> Dave. You know what? On a technicality, and then on a, a, a no, that was good match. Good, I'm just happy to be here, like I said. Well, I'm happy, happy to be, be dethroned here, by the likes of you, Dave. Kudos. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was glad. I, I'm a big Simpsons fan, so it's uh, quite the honor. And fine job. All right, now we do our ratings on the Krusty to Kent scale. Krusty being uh, one, and Kent being ten. Kent Brockman? Are you? Yeah, Kent... of course. Um, so I'll go first. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm sorry, okay. we're supposed to do some sequence. <laughs> no. Davin Francis, me, Dave. Let's go. Yeah, let's go Gavin. by the, the pictures. This one's a, a five and a strong five for me. It's a good one. I'll, I'll go four, but that's the best rating I've given so far. I've been a little harsher yeah. on these earlier episodes than you guys, mm-hmm. but it's easily the funniest one we've watched so far. I'm Five's my highest rating. I'm a four, but it's a high four. For sure, I quite sure. enjoyed the episode, but I don't. Want it's to from go one to ten. Crazy. Days, I don't want to go too crazy. One to ten. We have some. We have yeah. some episodes coming up that get really good. Oh, I, I, we're so trying to be conservative because they get it gets so good eventually. It gets so yeah. good. I, I'll give this a five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's right in the middle-ish kind of round. It, it, very funny episode, but definitely not like if this was your one sample episode of The Simpsons, I don't think you would be. Yeah, you would kind of like leave it in the past. Yeah, like if We've someone had never ones, seen twos it, and threes this to them up to until now. Win them over. <laughs> that's what makes this show yeah. so remarkable is it just gets funnier and funnier and funnier. Really, like season two has some golden moments, but season three, I think, is where it starts getting. They yeah. fire when all get, cylinders. When we get three, four, five, we'll be throwing with eights uh, and nines. Uh, like yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, that's why I'm trying to hold back on my really high but, ratings. But honestly, I feel like I could have gave a six or a seven even to this one because if you compare this one to other shows, this is way funnier. This episode, but that's why I'm keeping my rankings within the context. Yeah. Oh yeah, of, of yeah. The me too. There's, There's a lot of nice. iconic stuff in this one, though. Because like, the episodes that come out later last, are just like it's every every second is funny, you know. Yeah, yeah. there's oh, some yeah. really good ones. You know how good it can get. I actually do think yeah. I will at a certain point rewatch all the episodes just to see because I've heard that it there it dips their their crap their peaks and valleys. You mean all thirty some seasons or whatever? Yeah, because I've heard oh, that it right. actually God picks speed. up again. After I've heard that too. That there's been a couple of decent seasons in the newer yeah. stuff. Just so I'm curious to, to see. Up. Which writers? Oh, they're doing so. They're killing off. They've killed off a bunch of characters. I I, I found out like uh, <laughs> they, spoil, they, spoilers. Uh, they but, haven't killed them off. The actors have literally passed away. Like R.I.P. the too. voice actress for Krabappel. Oh, is that why they killed off Krabappel? Yeah, she died. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they didn't she kill did her a off. A lot of voices. She did she a few voices away. on the show. Right, but like they should have. I well, I wish they had retired the show long ago. I think a lot of fans feel that way. That paychecks they're getting though, man. I get it. Like I can't really blame the actors, but it's like you know, what do they go? Sam Trash talking to (laughs) you. Oh my god! I thought thought you liked me, Sam. I thought we were friends up somehow, but look, Sam's fickle. This is what happens when they take away your barbed wire. He gets his champions sometimes, and then he's all He's mad because I lost this time. I let him down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Find it, or maybe he doesn't like you. Know, great, like people that keep winning too much. He likes the underdog for sure. Uh, find time. us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Contact us at kbbblpodcast at gmail.com, The audio version, wherever you get your podcast, getting there anyway. I added it to Apple. We're around. Today. We're around. Um, a proud member of the United Federation of Podcasts. We're we're a federation, cousin Dave. 
That's right. We have many shows. We've got mm-hmm. uh, the Super Mater Brothers. Why don't you yeah. tell us? About we are brothers! Oh, my. They are brothers. <laughs> they are brothers. And they talk about reality shows and such. And we're going to yeah, talk about the Are you a Survivor MCU. fan, aren't you? Yeah, we do Survivor and Big Brother over there on Super Mater Brothers. And we're we'll going to be talking about... To- yeah. in the near future we'll have to bring you'll i'd love to chat about survivor sometime i'm a huge survivor fan yeah we're we actually be doing a, a survivor and big brother and perhaps the challenge uh themed trivial debates another tri- uh, uh, federation uh, podcast we have uh where yeah. we have a host and there's a bunch of con- contestants yeah we yeah. just had one of those and we're doing that, an mcu year-end review nice yes with Dave and Davin, they the, the Mary Mater Marvel Society. Society. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Jimmy. I love it. Was that a McFarland Spider-Man there? Uh, listen, boys, I don't want to interrupt the the press, but I just I just got to duck out. I think I hear the boy waking up. So. Yeah, it's all awesome. yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. We're just doing a Merry Christmas, man. Likewise. Yeah, all right. all we're, almost, we're almost done the plugs. Yeah, yeah, break out minute. the carbon rod, boys. Check it, yeah, also, check it, hold up a movie podcast. We did the Christmas episode. It's up on all the things now, and we have a parties episode coming up on Wednesday. Also, check out X-Fade of the X-Men Animated Review Show. We just did an interview with Allison Celia Smith, the voice of Storm. And also, or we're taking the week off, but we'll be back with Sanctuary <laughs> Part 1, Season 4, Episode 3. There's also my co-host Andre's Graphic Histories podcast. He interviews film people, comics people, just, you know, people that you want to hear from because they have interesting stories. He just did uh, one with Jeff Blythe, the cameraman for The Shining and many other things. Um, also, check out uh, Hellbound, the Hellbound podcast, a horror movie podcast with Alex Blackburn and Michael Chan. And we also do many, many a a Star Trek podcast, don't we, Cousin Dave? Indeed, we do. Yes. We got Command Division. Where we talk about episodes, like uh, we review the episodes, the new ones, like Star Trek Prodigy, Star Trek Discovery, Strange New Worlds, Picard, and more, as well as old ones like Enterprise, D-Space 9, and original series, as well as our operations division, the yellow division, if you will, where we do like Star Trek Radio Theater and writer's room pitches and different creative outlets like that. And the science division with the trivia and our debates and different uh, oh, interesting them. We launched them deep. And into class ideas L probes, and nebula. Star Trek four days, boys. Star and Trek we've got the locutors of Trek to my my blue division, my dark blue division, dark blue division. Go, the uh, the where dark we ops, go real deep, Navy, deeper than Navy. probes, even. Yeah, deeper. We get we get right we down. get right in there. It gets dark. We get so deep. Yeah, geek tall yeah. challenges and everything over there. Geek tall so. challenges. Yeah. And anyone listening who's in the same boat as me, I have never watched any Star Trek really, so I'm kind of I'm in the dark here. So we'll get you some Deep Space yeah. Nine and well, come into the light. Be come into the light. We'll show they'll, you. they'll beam me up, I'm sure, at yeah. some point. Best, best show in the history. <laughs> uh, well, you know. second best show. You know, I can you know, in, in this, it, <laughs> one in, more in the, show. In the Dark Blue Division. We ask the big questions like, "Where's my beetle snap?" Yeah, and you know, yeah, where's my beetle snap? All right, oh, let's get out of here. These things. Have a good night, everybody. Happy holidays. Good night. Here's Merry Christmas, dude. <gasps> oh, good night, everybody. Peace, man. K B B B L podcast. <laughs> Where the extra B is for BYOBB.